This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 708. Consumer Debt? Think D-E-B-T. By Hélène Massicotte of freetopursue.com. And I am Dan, I'm your host here on the show, and this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance every single weekday. And today's article comes from a new author to this show. She is typically narrated over on Optimal Living Daily, so if you like what you hear today, definitely check out that podcast for more from her, and check out freetopursue.com for a lot more posts. For now, let's get right to this post as we continue optimizing your life. Consumer Debt? Think D-E-B-T by Hélène Massicotte of freetopursue.com. I've read a lot about personal freedom recently on social media. My conclusion? Despite what marketers try to sell us, personal freedom does not come from having all the right stuff. If anything, our pursuit of having it all ends up costing us years of work and clutters up our living spaces, our garage, and even, gasp, a rented storage unit or two. The right stuff that was supposed to provide all this flexibility, all these options, all this happiness, just feels heavy, expensive. And that cost compounds when debt is involved, even to the point of getting out of control. When we get down to it, money in all of its forms is the only possession we really need. Unless we live like the moneyless man, which you can read about in a book by Mark Boyle, but that's pretty extreme. We can buy just about anything with it. It will morph into anything we need to satisfy us short-term or long-term. Shelter? Gotcha covered. Food? Sure. Clothing? Well-heeled in no time. Heating and cooling? Done. Communication? 10-4. Transportation? Yep. Entertainment? Rock on. Medical care? Check. Up. Anything else you need or want? Why not? Ironically, at least initially, being surrounded by borrowed belongings feels more secure than having money in the bank. We feel we've found the right housing, the right car, the right clothes, the right home decor, the right tools and electronics, the right fill-in-the-blank. All that stuff can make us feel we've arrived. That false sense of security comes from being able to both remind ourselves and show others, quote, what we're made of, in all senses of that phrase. And this fact makes it seem worth it to use debt. We willingly build our house of cards because it's the fast track to supposedly having it all. What we don't appreciate up front is that this comes with a significantly increased risk of losing it all over the longer term. How about an alternative to the use of debt? Call it D-E-B-T. Don't ever buy that. Don't ever buy that is a refusal to believe the fallacy that debt is a solution to everything. Over the long term, it's anything but. It turns out that we can all find the greatest freedom from managing our money in such a way that we can eventually buy or rent anything we need at any time. It's all about trade-offs. What do we really need? What's so important now that it's worth reducing our ability to build a more secure future? At first, that can mean walking or biking, taking public transportation, or owning a very second-hand car, staying out of restaurants, having a roommate or two, possibly owning second-hand furniture or cheaper options from Ikea, and having a small, modest wardrobe, etc. But it also means that whatever extra money we don't spend is going into the bank to build up a solid store of freedom for the future. And that accumulating money, as I wrote about in Liquid Courage, makes us start to feel different, even special, as it builds up in our short and long-term savings. By avoiding debt, we move from a fear of losing the illusion of having it all that we've created 
to the sense of freedom that comes with having options and having the ability to roll with it when life happens. By avoiding debt, we also don't have to unnecessarily suffer undesirable circumstances over the long term. Relationship not going well? We can stand up for our needs and desires because both partners have sufficient resources to choose to stay and not have to stay if it's becoming toxic. Boss is a complete pig or asking us to do something unethical? We know we can take action because we have a voice. We're not scared of losing our job. Want to buy something? We don't have to limit our scope to retailers who take credit cards or offer weekly or monthly payment options. We can find the right goods for a price that we feel is fair and reasonable. And we can negotiate. Feel the need for some time off work because it feels needed right now? We can decide to take an unpaid leave. Want to change careers? We can decide to go back to school. The short-term pain of putting ourselves in a position to say we don't ever buy that marketing BS about the benefits of buy now, pay later offers an upside that's beyond measure. It's the feeling of having dominion over ourselves, our lives, and our options. It's the freedom to do what's right for us without giving anyone else veto power. It's the ultimate in self-determination. It's freedom from bondage. And it's why I hope I don't ever buy that, no matter who's selling. The price is just too high. You just listened to the post titled Consumer Debt? Think D-E-B-T by Hélène Massicot of freetopursue.com. And by the way, Justin and Lee got to spend pretty much the last day of FinCon, the financial conference uh, down in Orlando with her and uh, said it was just a pleasure. So definitely check out Alen's site for a lot more. That's freetopursue.com and listen to the podcast Optimal Living Daily to hear more of her posts being narrated to you for free. As for me, that's gonna do it here today on Optimal Finance Daily. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you back here in the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.